Hey, I'm Kyler. And I'm Isabella. Welcome to the Teens Age Podcast, where we talk about our opinions and interests. This is episode 17, where I'm going to be interviewing my friend Isabella about athletics, school, and mental health. So Isabella, welcome to the podcast. Hi, so I'm Isabella, and um, me and Kyler swim together on our swim team, and I also am a senior in high school, and I go to STEM. Uh, Anything else? No, that works. Just to get things off, how has your day been? My day has been pretty good. I got to sleep in today because we didn't have practice this morning, which was great. I woke up at like 1030. Um, I've been completely counterproductive since. Um, I've just been chilling, eating. I don't know. I had a pretty good day. Very nice. Sounds like a very good day. Especially day? with the didn't have to wake up for some practice. I really I felt that. 5.30 this morning, which is <laughs> wonderful. Yes, 5.30 is not a good time to be up. <laughs> Anyways, dark. so... Hmm? It's dark out. I know. Yeah. We can't even say bright and early in the morning because it oh. just dark and early in the yeah the dark and early it's become the new joke in the group um so how has online school been because i homeschool so not really (laughs) yeah i mean obviously like you're used to it for me it's been like pretty smooth um i know that like for me it's not been that hard like i don't usually um talk to the teachers much like outside of school and like i don't ask that many questions so it's been pretty easy for me. I've felt that I can still pretty much pay attention during class. But one thing that I did notice is that like, if you have a question or if you like want to say something during class, you have to be like a lot more aware of what you're going to say. Right. Because you have to like click unmute and like, that makes you like process what you're thinking before you say it. I used to just yell, like say what I'm saying. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. And then I like, probably regret, regret it later, but like, <laughs> like, it's like more, you have to like think about what you're saying. And I guess it makes you a lot more self-conscious about what you're saying too. So I don't know. That's just one really big thing that I've noticed about. Yeah. I've definitely felt that when I transitioned to online school, um, in eighth grade, I did definitely notice that like, you have to think a little bit more about the questions because yeah, everybody yeah. can see it. Exactly. And it's like, instead of just being like, oh, raise my hand, say something, you have to be like, oh, am I going to click on mute? Like, am I going to do that? I don't know. So. Yeah. Um, has, oh, I'm curious, has the workload been easier, harder? I think I've probably been getting about the same amount of homework. Like, obviously, I've never taken any of these classes before, mm-hmm. so I don't really know, but it's like about the same, but I get more time just because my school day is a lot shorter and I have like alternating schedules okay. so it's like I have some periods like every other day and then we have Wednesdays off so I think it's a lot easier just because it's a lot yeah, shorter. that makes sense I'm curious about how making friends in classes has been going well you go to a pretty small school so you know everybody yeah. right I, yeah everyone I already knew everyone in my grade so it hasn't been that big of a deal um yeah, I feel like this would be a question probably from, like, incoming freshmen. I've been, yeah. like, okay. Like, I know everyone. I guess it's really hard to stay in touch with your friends. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not – I have a hard time staying in touch in general. So, I don't do super well, like, not seeing people. 
Um, I guys texted like some of my friends. We have a group chat for my physics class with some of my friends, but it's like you definitely see people and get to know people a lot when you're with them and then you're not with them and it's like I don't know it's like I definitely feel distant from most of my friends at school just because I haven't seen them in ages so yeah that makes a lot of sense big thing um so kind of going back before the start of school uh what was the biggest thing that you've learned during the past six months like during COVID and everything? It's kind of a weird question, but I'm curious. The biggest thing, I, this is really random. The biggest thing I learned how to do was solve a Rubik's cube. I was oh, so proud of myself. That, that's very yeah. impressive. So I learned how to do that and I learned how to fish. So that was kind of cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, but like, like learn, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> I honestly, Claire, like I couldn't really tell you. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I learned that you like, I like need a lot of motivation from other people. Like I'm very competitive as you've seen when I swim. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I really had to learn to like be self-motivated because when you're in school, it's like everyone there is like also like turning in work and doing well on tests. So like pressures you to do well, which is good for me. But outside of school, like when we're at home, I don't have that. So I have to do it all myself. Um, and so the last spring when we had school, I slacked off so much on all my work. I didn't do anything. I didn't study for AP tests, really. Um, and it was bad. I didn't do well. It was really concerning. So <laughs> I think it's like I've really learned like, oh, like, you know, just because other people aren't there pushing you, I really got to like, have to make sure I'm doing it myself, you know, keeping myself in so I guess I've learned how to do that. Okay. Yeah, that's a very important skill. So has it made uh, the start of senior year easier for you or? I mean, it's definitely like good that I like learned that lesson when I had a cushion because we had got A's if we passed the class. Yeah, um, sounds right? nice. So, yeah, so like right now I have pretty good grades. I've been turning in all my work on time. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been doing fine, so. I think it's been easier. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I'm doing all right right now, which is great. I know a lot of people aren't, so. Yeah, I've heard a lot about people struggling to get motivated and to do the work, which. I think the other thing is, is like, we have swimming again, which keeps me like on track. Yeah, it really does. Because even I noticed, I mean, I wasn't taking that many classes, but I noticed myself like dropping off and procrastinating more when we didn't have swimming. Yeah, because it's like you have a lot of times on your hands when you don't swim, right? Yeah. And so now I'm like more on a time crunch, which I don't know, makes me work more. Yeah. I guess, good for competitive yeah. people. Yes, it is good. For, I've been procrastinating my college stuff though. So. Mm. Yeah, you know, that sounds about right. So. Uh, so overall, how has quarantine been for you? Because I know some people are very struggling with like my co host um Alex I know really struggled with it because they're an extrovert (laughs) and they're dying yeah I mean like I like I'm an introvert you know I don't I don't really do things with people but I do like seeing people and like definitely like talking to my friends and I think I've been doing okay because I don't need a ton of social interaction and swimming usually does it for me like I can just swim and then and at swimming I'm around people I like right so it's like 
I'm around people that I'm like friends with and I get to see them for like a couple hours a day and it's fine. And definitely in the beginning, it was worse, like the first couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started swimming in the lake. So I got, did get to see people. Um, so I've been all right. Um, definitely hasn't been like that for most people. I'm like mm-hmm. been very lucky about that. Uh, swimming is good for me, I think. Yeah, It's definitely keeping my mental, me mentally sane. Yeah, I really feel that. And but I'm was, that's good too. Uh, so kind of, I guess going back even further, um, kind of reflecting on the other years, how has handling school and swimming been over the years? Because I pulled out before high school when I've heard it's bad or started yeah, getting I mean, bad. It's, it's definitely rough. I think that like for me, I started high school doing school, swimming, and high school swimming all at the same time. And because girls season is in the beginning of the year. And so I definitely have like it really pushed me into it right in the beginning. And I'm not going to lie and say that I have been doing great. I like definitely procrastinate a lot of my schoolwork, but um, I definitely think stress puts me into motion and makes me like do all of my work. And so it's like when I'm crunched on time, I just have to work. You have to like be in the grind, you know? So I don't know. It makes me like manage my time. I think pretty well. Um, I think if I didn't have swimming, I'd procrastinate a lot more than I already do. So I think it's like not bad, but I think the most thing, hard thing is just like mental health. Like when you're swimming a lot and doing a lot of school, you don't really get a lot of time for like breaks and like relaxing. Um, so I think like it's, it's, that's the only hard thing like about it is just like find time where you're not stressing about stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like every day you might be like, oh, I want to work. Like every single day I work super hard. I do all of my homework. I never take any breaks ever, like ever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think it's important to like take like every day, have like at least like a 30 minutes or something where you like relax yeah you're not like burning yourself out and like because then it's like when you're at practice I usually find at school but then like by the time I get to practice I'm like emotionally drained I can't function like you know I usually get really mad at our coach it's bad it's really not good so like I don't know I just feel like making sure you take time to yourself every day is one thing I've learned yeah definitely um oh how often were you swimming like when you did when you do high school and regular swim and school how often were you like swimming per day I'm I I don't remember the schedule I think I was swimming so I was probably in the pool for like three and a half three hours three and a half hours and then I had dry land for an hour right Mm -hmm. and then the days we didn't do dry land it was like four and a half hours so it was a lot of swimming it's a lot of swimming so I'd go from school and school would end at like 2.20 and I'd drive straight to high school practice and high school practice would start at like three. And so then like three to 4.15, I'd have high school practice. And then from high school practice, I'd drive straight to wave. And then I do that until like eight. I don't, I don't really remember what time practice used to end. And then like eight, probably around eight. Yeah. I don't, uh, the, our schedule has changed so much. Yeah. But it probably ended around like if it was three hours yeah. and probably like four. Mm, yeah so then it was like and then I'd go home so I'd be gone from 6 40 in the morning to like 8 30 at night 
it's just a long day. <laughs> then you had to do homework. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, my grades didn't fall off that much. I wouldn't say I didn't have straight A's. Okay, I was not close to having straight A's, but I had not horrible grades. Um, I was doing all right. I don't really know how. Like, I can't imagine myself doing that now. Yeah. Uh, I don't honestly know how you survived that. No, I don't either. <laughs> it was definitely like by the end of it. I really like high school swim, but by the end of it, I was so done. Like you, at, by the end of the season, you're always like, I'm so exhausted from this, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. I remember like you can watch people's energy levels just go down over the months of high school swim. And the most concerning thing is, is like some of the people on my high school swim, I also swim on wave. Right. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like those people, seeing them for that long every single day for like months on end is just, it's exhausting, really. Yeah. Like, like, it's not good for your relationship, I don't think, so. Mm-hmm. Especially if, like, there are some people you see or hang out with more at practice and some yeah. you don't. Like, we end up hanging out quite a bit at practice because yeah. we swim the same thing. Exactly. So, we... Yeah get stuck in that set together yeah no and it's like luckily the people and like it happened to be like the, a lot of the people that I swim on high school with I'm also very good friends with on wave mm-hmm. so it's like we would see each other this is especially happened in sophomore year we would see each other a lot in high school practice and then a lot in wave practice and when you swim and when you're competing and when you're exhausted like tension runs very high people mm-hmm. like are very emotional so it's like yeah not always great but you know what? It's fine. We're still, everyone's still friends. So that's good. good. Haven't ruined any friendships. Exactly. That is what's important. Very, very good thing. Um, so I don't know if we kind of covered this, but do you have any good advice for people who are struggling, juggling school and athletics? Um, like, first of all, like make sure that like, for me, I'm usually like good at getting through all my work fast but you know some people really are perfectionists and like like to spend time on stuff so make sure that your athletics like school always comes first and it's good to have sports because it's a good break from school but make sure that your sport doesn't take over schoolwork too much you know make sure that it's you're leaving enough time to get your schoolwork done and also like make sure that you're leaving time for yourself like Mental health really comes before anything, I think. So yeah, because if that starts to go downhill, everything else follows. Exactly. So yeah, make yeah. sure you're whatever keeps you sane. Make sure you have time to do that. I mean, unless it's like doing illegal things, in which yeah. case, go well, seek help. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> don't do anything illegal, and don't do anything that would that may keep you sane now, but will harm you later. Yeah, I. And don't do anything, like, dangerous? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, do something that keeps you saying that also has common sense. Yeah. I and guess. if you don't have common sense, go talk to your parents before you do it. Exactly. But I think, yeah, everyone knows what we're talking about. Like, I don't know, like, watch something or go on a walk or, like, read a book. I don't know, like, that type of thing. Yeah. Um. So I was trying, as I was coming up with the questions, I couldn't remember. Have you had any injuries in swimming? 
I feel like you've been lucky. No, yeah, I've been really lucky. I mean, like, obviously, like, everyone has something that like, will hurt for like a couple days and then it'll be fine, right? Yeah. And I go to PT now, but nothing that's like preventing me from swimming or like really impacting my swimming. I've been very, very lucky about that. Yeah, I, I was trying to think because I'm like, I was going through and I was trying to think about if you'd been injured or not. And I was like, I don't think you have. <laughs> I, I don't think I have either. I mean, I've been swimming for like 10 years. So like maybe. Oh, you're so lucky. (laughs) Have you? Yeah. Okay. It started. So when I was 10, I broke my wrist running on Redmond's baseball field. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. You weren't, I don't know if you were in the group. I didn't know you. I don't think so. You knew me. We were in like. Oh, when you were 10, I was. 12. Oh yeah. No, no, no. You're only a year younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you. We were in a cheap together. Yeah. Yeah, we were. And then it started to get, and then we started uh, eighth grade. That's when it really started. <laughs> so I had, so I have an involuntary muscle, muscles, muscles, <laughs> muscles, um, between my back and my shoulders. So my back muscles are really weak and my shoulder muscles are stronger. So what yeah. causes is like the arched back that we don't want, the bad posture, yeah. uh, which caused a nerve in my rotary cuff to be being pinched and that caused a lot of pain so I had to go to physical therapy and take time off of swimming and I couldn't pull that's sucky I mean do you think like are you fine now I'm mostly fine now um if I stop doing exercises for long enough it'll come back for a few days and then I have to ice it take a break yeah so but it's been fine for about a year now which is good because it went on for about a year of pain um on and off yeah so that's not super pleasant and then let's see what else have I done uh there was the broken toe that was like last year oh yeah I remember when that happened yeah yeah it was a very stupid break um did you hear that story I ran into a wall I did hear that yeah well I ran into the corner of a wall and I broke my toe it was (laughs) (laughs) swimmers do not function outside of water is the oh, moral no. of the story. All the people that I know who have broken their toe, it's been from like very stupid reasons. Yeah. I don't think you can smartly break your toe, but. No, I don't think so either. I mean. Yeah. It's got to be something stupid. I know. It does. Um, And then I have. Okay. So you know how everybody says you can't injure yourself reading books? So somehow you managed to defy that stereotype. Yeah. Uh, I have elbow tendonitis in my uh, elbow because I hold books up all day. (laughs) Wait, so how did that even happen, Kyla? I don't know. I just, I spend all my day reading in my bed, right? And so I'm holding books up all day. So like my right elbow has elbow tendonitis. That's right. Well, how do you hold your books when you read? Like a normal person? I guess. I don't know. Like, I just feel like when I, like, am reading, like, I put my knees up or something. So that, I don't uh, know. I, just, I, I feel like that's a bit strange. But, like, good, not good, but, like, that's cool. Yeah, it's impressive, right? Uh, so those are the injuries I have. Oh, and then I have um, an ankle issue, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, this is really random, but, like, Okay, so my ankle for the past like couple weeks has been like hurting really bad. Mm-hmm. Not like really bad, but it'll be like when we kick and stuff, it'll like kind of hurt. And then yesterday when we were doing those freaking hundreds, 
like the last one, my ankle felt like it literally broke. It hurt so bad, Kyler. Like I couldn't even do the last 50 kick. It hurt that bad. Oh no. Do you know what's up with it? So I was talking to my physical therapist about this on Wednesday and he thinks I might've like strained a muscle in my calf. Oh yeah. And then after physical therapy on Wednesday, I, I think I rolled my ankle, which just definitely did not make it better. <laughs> oh dear. But like trying to get in the call. Anyways, so that was painful, but it doesn't hurt when I walk, which is why I was like fine during dryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were running during dryland too. Yeah, no, I was totally fine. It, does, it doesn't hurt at all when I walk. It's just when I kick. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I have a very similar issue. I have like an overused tendon or something in my ankle and when I kick it hurts the good news is is it doesn't it's not gonna harm me in the long run or like do anything other than hurt so I can push through the pain if I want bad news is it hurts so no I mean like usually the like kind of like is a little painful but it literally felt my my ankle was falling off (laughs) so like I was like oh that's not good well I hope that gets better I hope it, and then um, one of the other people in our group was also saying that that was a problem too. This might, we might've already covered this, but biggest thing related to school and swimming that you have mentally struggled with the most. So I think for me, like the biggest, I don't really know about school, but the biggest thing for swimming is definitely like when I'm like off and I'm like not doing well during a set or like something's like I'm like missing interval. I get very frustrated very quickly. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like screwing up. Like I'm doing horrible. And I'm like, our coaches told me this, like I very much see like black or white. It's like I'm failing or I'm doing well. And so like, I have a hard time, I guess, like figuring out like, oh, like just because I'm off today doesn't mean I'm always off. You know, it it doesn't mean I'm slow. It doesn't mean that I'm not gonna do well. Like it's one set. And, and another thing is like, um, you know, I was getting flamed for this on practice the other day. I definitely have opinions and I don't like hearing that I'm wrong. So like, <laughs> it's very much like I get out of the water and then I get really angry because I'm feeling like I'm not doing well and I'm really emotional and I'm stressed and I'm probably hungry. So it's a really bad combination. And I'm like yelling and, um, so my coach really, like, I've had to realize that like, Hey, like, first of all, I'm not always right. Unfortunately. I know um, we can't all be all knowing creatures. <laughs> and then it's like, also like, Oh, you know, like, you know, listen to him. Also like I'm doing all, just because I screwed up once doesn't mean I screwed up all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And also like, I wrote my college essay on this actually. It's like, if you have a problem that you like, if you have something that's bothering you, don't like keep it in and like be like, oh, this doesn't matter, even though it's like really bothering you, and just let it build up. And then you're going to get like, you're one day it's going to be too much and you're like going to explode and you're going to be in tears and you're not going to be able to function, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, pr- I'm pretty unemotional and I'm pretty like, independent. So I don't really like asking people for help or like, telling people like oh like look I'm struggling with this right so then it all I build it all up and then I get really really angry so I don't know yeah I guess those are probably the biggest things I think yeah 
Makes a lot of sense. You've seen me like not in a very good mood, so I assume. Yeah, well, I mean, we spend 18 hours a week together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm very much the same way, though. I don't like, I'm kind of just calm all the time. People don't notice. You like are very much like, I mean, in like some ways, we're very similar. Like, we're both not super emotional people, but like, I'm more. You're usually new, like you're usually fairly neutral, but then there's just spikes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm spike. I yeah, I'm definitely like more spiky, and like you are very very chill, and I'm very, I mean not chill. I guess it's not like I'm like emotional, but I'm not like I'm pretty high strung. I guess I've got like, yeah. So there's like that. I think it's, I don't. I've never seen you angry before. So you haven't. I mean, I probably have, but what I find is funny is that I come to like practice in a bad mood or angry about something and then nobody notices. And then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, Kyler, you're always in such a good mood. And I'm like, (laughs) the exact same, like some people, when they're like grumpy, (laughs) they're very, like you can tell. (laughs) I feel like that was very pointed. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, we all know who I'm talking about, so (laughs) not gonna name names here (laughs) but anyway but in general like I mean there's definitely some like some people on our team are just like when they're angry it's a lot harder to tell or they're just never in a bad mood like I just feel like I mean I know you probably are in a bad mood but I've really never been able to tell very well yeah well so we saw um we were walking out of the pool the other day I was walking by one of our teammates or like walking with one of our teammates out to our cars right and there was a spider and I jumped <laughs> and ran away from the spider and our teammate turned around and goes, that is the biggest reaction I have ever seen out of you. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, probably like, I don't know, Kyler, you are, you, um, a couple other team are just very chill people. And, uh, that's good for distance swimming because I get very stressed about distance sets because I feel like I'm required to do well. And yeah, well, distance some of the other distance swimmers, you and um, some other people are very uh, calm, even when you're not doing super well. So that is good for me. Yeah, well, we all just... We all struggle with it. We so. all struggle. <laughs> yeah, we're all dying. Well, during those sets. <laughs> I feel like the other... I kind of tend to just start laughing and just making jokes if I'm not doing well and dying on a distance set, though. Yeah, and I think the other person does that, too. I mean, they're very laid back about whether they're doing well or not, so. Yeah. So out of curiosity, does it help when all of us are dying? I mean, like, this sounds horrible, but, like, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I guess, like, it makes you, like, not feel alone. Yeah. The fact that like it's like because like sometimes, especially before you were um moved up, it was just me and one other person. And um that person is very successful when they swim at me. Um very successful. They don't really get stressed and uh they consistently. And so that kind of it's like, oh, like you know, we're doing the same set. So I should be doing just as good at that as that person. Mm -hmm. Right. And it doesn't always turn out that way because it's like, you know, we're obviously we're different people, but like, it's like, I feel like I'm doing horribly. It's like, Hey, I'm not even dropping time. And they're dropping like a minute. Like, yeah. 
and just like I guess it makes you feel kind of bad about yourself um so yeah of course it feels better when other people are doing bad like obviously like I'm super proud of other people when they do well no matter if they're distance members or not like it's good like when that person got their features cut I was super proud of him um but and yeah it hurt when I didn't get the features cut <laughs> like obviously like that's yeah. how it works but like fact of the matter is you know you really of course it's better when people are also doing bad but it's like hey look it can be I think you can see it like oh look like they can do well and we're doing the same set which means I can do well you know you just have to like get over the mental barriers that distance swimming poses which is a lot it's a yeah. horrible event <laughs> it's a horrible event um yeah I totally get that because but the good news is is because we train together we tend to have the same bad days the same good yeah. days we drop time at the same meets we add yeah, at the same meets. it's actually come a lot close so it used to be that person would constantly do well in sets and I would not do well in sets um now it's more like we both never do well in sets which is not great but or like we'll both have like really good days and you too like you like kind of like I don't know got on the system too we we integrated you pretty well so yeah you're, well I had been training with both of you before so yeah you were training with us, both of us before and you knew both of us before but Kyle, you are a great person to be in the distance squad because first of all you don't really complain we let's go <laughs> complain in, in as it is we don't complain a ton so you don't complain which is good and oh you're pretty chill and you try hard so you know yeah, you and can't. What? Like, well, go ahead. I was gonna say you can't be in the distance group if you don't try hard. Like, well, exactly. Like, you can't be in the distance. Well, like a lot of people. Uh, I mean, none of us really skip laps. So, yeah. or like cheat. I mean, I mean, we take extra rest, but that was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what about all the extra rest? We do? Yeah. No. We take a lot of extra rest, but like none of us like will like skip. And obviously, like, we all have our off days, and we all do like horribly right but yeah like, and it's like sometimes like you know like I'll have a day when I'm just like not doing well or like the other you Kyler you have you usually have pretty good day like I think you probably are consistently do the best out of the three of us I don't know are consistently closest to pace I mean there's also the debate that because I've been in the group the longest and have been training distance the least my pace is not exactly always accurate but yeah I think it's also like um you're I mean you also are like a, you're a brush hooker first I mean I think you're more of a brush hooker than you are a distance swimmer I don't know it rotates you have other things that you're good at besides yeah distance, I guess and neither of us do and so it's definitely like our paces are very very like close to like the best it can like I feel like mm-hmm. no offense you have like a lot of room to improve I think yeah. more than either of us do so I guess that might also be the reason but yeah well I feel like you guys have places where you could get improved I mean yeah. you can always get faster everyone can get faster I just think that you know you've I don't know I don't know I just feel like yeah yeah I don't know you're I maybe I'm wrong I just feel like typically you're usually a little bit closer to your pace than we are but yeah I mean depends on the day I don't know but yeah I think it's it's good to have a good like group of people to swim with just because it makes you go faster. I yeah, think. it definitely does. Cause it's like, 
with other strokes and with other distances they're not really like a they're not really a group they're not like a mm-hmm. they like all know each other obviously but like it's not like a group but like we're like a gang like distance gang we all yeah. know each other. we're all friends like I mean we were having a great time on Friday despite the fact that we were swimming slow we were having a great time <laughs> we have 10 minutes of just talking about dumb crap so yeah and then other days, like the three mile set that we did last Monday, I mean, we were all like singing and dancing during the rest. Yeah, we're having a good time. So we have a good time. And like, I think when you're having a good time with your friends and like, you're like joking around and stuff, it definitely like takes a lot of the stress off. Of yeah. Stuff. And I think it's really good because we do that in practice and then we carry that to the meet. Yeah. And then, you know, we're still having fun. We're still goofing off. So that really takes a lot of pressure off at meets. Yeah. And it's like, you know, none of us, I mean, I probably am the most moody out of the three of us and, uh, I'm not even that bad. So I realistically, like, like even when like I'm stressed or like we're all stressed, like we all, we all do a decent job of like keeping energy high and like, yeah. Especially because for some reason, it's always like one of us is timing for and one of us is counting for each yeah. other. So it's a, it's a good, like we all have yeah. to have each other's backs anyways. So yeah. Especially yeah. with one of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's very true. <laughs> also, it's like, you know, that the other person might, I think he gets a bit annoyed with me for sure. Um, But I'm an, a bit annoying. So I really don't blame him. But you know what? We all talk with each other too. So. Yeah, you know, it works. Uh, so you said you've struggled a lot. Um, well, not necessarily a lot, but a bit with like not improving at the rate that you think you should or like you put in all the work and then it comes time to perform and then you just don't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how have you dealt with that? Well, at first it was very rough because so – when I first, when I was a freshman in high school, my first mile that I, the first championship mile that I did, I dropped a minute and seven seconds, which is a crazy amount of time. And I got my first sectionals cut and my first, well, not first ADR cut, but my only first ADR cut of the season. So I did very well. And that wow. uh, long course season, I did really well too. And then the next year, I didn't really do that well. Um, and I didn't really drop time in my uh, like 500 or like thousand, I didn't really drop a lot of time and, or like any time. And so I definitely was very emotional about it. And I was very mad at myself about it. I'm like, I'm not going fast. I feel horrible. Um, and I think really it's not a physical game. Like, yeah, like you're going to feel bad. And yeah, the mile is like one of those events that's like just pain. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely like a mental thing. Like the mile is one of those events that really hurts and you have to like beforehand, you have to really be like, Hey, like this is going to hurt. This is going to be painful. And you really just have to like mentally be accepting of that. And mm-hmm. I think I definitely struggle with not dropping time because it's like, well, it's so long. And so like, I just swam for the last 18 minutes and I didn't drop time. That was completely, yeah. but it's like, well, every time you swim the mile, it's like more practice. It's more time to be like, hey, like, look, that's what I did wrong. This is what I can do the next time. And it's like, this isn't the last meet ever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have another time to improve that, you know? I'm going to have another time to drop again. And yeah, it sucks that I didn't go what I wanted to. But next time, I, I think it's more of a mental thing. Like, I'm always 
we're always going to be like ready enough to swim fast. So mm-hmm. I think I really have to focus on like mentally preparing myself for it and not like super stressing out about it. Um, would be the biggest thing. I don't really know if that answers the question. Yeah, That's no, that makes sense. I've dealt with it. Yeah, I, I definitely get that because I'm, I'm not there. perfect. I definitely still like <laughs> get very angry when I don't do well. Um, yeah. I'm not that emotionally mature. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, makes a lot of sense. Maybe I can take some of my own advice, you know? Yeah, I'm just going to like come up to you at a meet and then be like, here you go. <laughs> you said you could do this so why are you slacking you got this Isabella (laughs) um so what do you usually do when like you get to a meet you swim you don't do well and then like how do you deal with that because I know a lot of people have a lot of different ways of dealing with it um well, it depends on the event. Okay, so like, and if it's an event like the 4am or like the 500, like I'm going to be disappointed with myself, but it's like, look, you know what? I tried my hardest, mm-hmm. you know? And I like, like cool down, swim it off. Um, Cry, which is just not, don't do that. That is, but it's, for me, it's like, I don't usually cry. I cry when I'm frustrated with myself. So it's like, wow, like I thought I did my best and I still didn't do well. So I think even like when you're in that position, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're going to be frustrated, especially if you care about it. And like the best way to do it is be like, Hey, look, I put in my best effort. I might not have done well, but there might've like, you know, look, it probably like, I probably was stressing myself out about it. Um, like there's other factors really. And so I think it's more of like a, I definitely used to cry a lot more than I do now. Now it's just like, Hey, look, I can't change what I just did. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the time that is there. There is nothing I can do about that. So just like take it in stride, I guess. Be like, okay, look, Mm -hmm. that's what I did. Um, I don't have to be proud of it, but it's, it's not changing. Me getting crying and being frustrated about it is not going to do anything. So, you know, I might as well be like, well, I'm done with it now. I might as well have a good time. Like, cheer on my teammates like just because I did bad doesn't mean I need to like bring that attitude on like other people and I've definitely like there's definitely been times where it's been back to back between me and the other swimmer or me and you and I'll be like well you know what I screwed that one up but it I have got to go count got to go cheer for them you know and I usually in a better mood because like well they did really well so at least I have something to be happy about you know yeah I mean, or we all fail and we can just laugh it off. (laughs) Or we all fail. And here's the thing. I would say that, but literally I, the other person that we swim with just never does bad at me. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) It's just like. (laughs) It's like, I just can't. There's been one time that he didn't drop and he was pissed, (laughs) but I did well. So then it was like. I just let him sum it off. But anyways, the point is, is that he never does bad. So it's usually fine. But. I feel like there was that one meet that we went to and all three of us went, did bad back to back to back. Oh, I'm sure like not at championship meets, but yes. No, yeah. All, these, all done. Yeah. Just back. Back. It was, I think we only went to it for mile practice, like not necessarily to get a good time. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely think that for me, at least like, obviously I try in Mm -hmm. the mile practice meets, but I definitely get 
not stressed. I'm like, I'm just swimming this to swim it, you know, mm. like my time. I'm definitely not going to be going the best time of this, which yeah. is not the attitude I should have about it. But uh, when I do bad, then I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> I didn't really care about it anyway. So, so do you when you're sh- like, do you do better when you're stressed about an event or when you're not stressed about an event? Um, or does it matter? I, I mean, I definitely don't do well when I'm like super stressed about something, but I. I mean, I also don't think I do well when I'm like, don't care. You know, I do well when I'm like excited, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm like, cause I do my best when I'm excited to race people. I oh, like yeah. winning. <laughs> <laughs> don't it's we like, all? It's not even like winning. I just like beating people, you know, it's satisfying. It's satisfying. So, it's so satisfying. So it's like, I really like racing people. Like the reason I like to mean like the 4am a lot or like the two fly is that like, no one swims the mile okay that event, like, <laughs> I don't ever know anyone I'm racing against and if I do like there's usually like a lot of difference in speed right mm-hmm. so it's not like a competition like you have to be very mentally competing with yourself but like with the 4am I love sprinting the last hundred free and then crushing people are you kidding I have a ball yeah you have you're so good you like start out and then you're like you know you're in the middle and then you can drop back and then you somehow make it to the front again at the yeah, end I, and I'm just my like, 4am is definitely carried by my freestyle yeah because um, I usually spit around like a minute for that which is fast for the last 100 free yeah plus your um, butterfly is great yeah my my butterfly is kind of crappy but yeah too fly I know people that swim that there's people on wave that actually swim that event mm-hmm. that are girls yeah crazy that doesn't happen with the mile i mean like we aren't really the same speed so, yeah like, we have a race i guess yeah we don't not yet but we'll see okay. if i can like drastically yeah, improve in the next I year grind here i know I mean, seriously you have time but like on the two fly like i've raced like a couple people that i at least know or have been on the team before it's fun i like yeah. it's like, it's like I know you, I know how you train, I know how you practice, like, we're friends, this is super exciting, right? Yeah. It's like a showdown. Yeah, I've always done really well at, like, the wave-hosted, like, divisionals, where we do have finals, but it's all wave kids in finals, so it's all your teammates. It's, like, because it's super fun, because, like, I know these people, like, we can hype each other up, like, yeah, yeah that sounds so corny. But, like, and then we're, like, yeah, and then we're like, we're gonna go one, two, three. <laughs> She's exactly. like, and there's like a lot of confidence too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that's why when I do my best, I would say definitely it is. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess biggest advice for people struggling with their sport currently. I mean, I don't know. Like, one thing is just don't give up. Like you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like wow like I like just because I wasn't doing well does not mean that you should give up you know (laughs) you can always do better you can always push through um and I guess like people always tell me this like don't keep doing the same thing you were already doing (laughs) right that's not gonna get you anywhere um I should probably take my own advice on that um definitely 
don't give up. Don't like, if, you know, if something's not going right, if you're not doing well, um, try and change it up, try and, you know, try and change for the better, I guess. And like the changes might not always work, but then you know what's you shouldn't do. So, um, yeah, I just think like sometimes like people will get frustrated with something or they wouldn't, they aren't doing well. So they'll move teams or they'll change events or whatever. And it's like, you know, obviously like moving teams, changing events, quitting sport is valid for some people. And that is the right move for some people, but really like look at your options before you do that. Um, Mm -hmm. And definitely like, I think everyone should do a sport. I think it's good for you. It's great for you. So don't, I think, you know, make sure you're, I don't know, don't give up. That's my big thing. Don't give up. Don't, don't feel like you're doing horribly just because you do bad once, just because you keep consistently doing bad doesn't mean you suck. Like you'll get over it. It's not an endless, it's not like a logarithmic curve. You're not, that was super nerdy, but like you can like like, get past, like, it's not a limit. You don't have a limit. Like it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be able to go past that. Definitely. Yeah. Especially I just was thinking like we change our strokes and how we swim events and and then when you are in the process of changing something about your stroke there's months at a time where you just don't move during a race because you're not as fast using that or you know breathing pattern you're not getting enough oxygen and you're dying because you're not used to it yeah but it'll help you in the long run I mean I'm saying this as a person that literally doesn't listen to people (laughs) seriously I'm gonna like carry this episode around and then when you're getting ready and just complaining I'm just gonna skip to the section I need to and be like listen to yourself talk I know it's really bad like I think I have a lot of emotional awareness or like at least like awareness of myself I just really am bad at doing things about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know at least you have some, like, you know where you could improve, so. Exactly, um, and I can improve, you know, we all can improve, yeah. I really can improve, so. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Hey folks, you're nearing the end of the podcast. This is a reminder that this month's book is Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. You know the drill, read along this month to know what we're talking about. You can contact us via email at theteensagepodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at teens underscore aged. Thanks for listening in. This has been the Teens Age Podcast with Alex and Kyler.